Well, hello. Welcome to Awakening Moments Podcast. Lori and I are so excited to spend some time with you today. And we just thought this would be a great topic, Laura. When I was thinking about our podcast and what we want to talk about is what just actually recently happened to me. Okay. <laughs> I've been sharing this journey of buying a house, yeah. dreaming about a house. We finally sold our house. Yeah. And I've been getting I know. I've been getting so excited. We finally got to go and meet the owners, got the tour. It's just been an incredible journey in reconnecting with this couple that have kind of been in the background as we've been stressfully trying to sell our yeah, house and now getting excited because the day's coming the day's, Moving day's coming, coming soon. it's coming soon and just getting excited about dreaming about a new space what we want to do it's gonna our budget is limited that's gonna be very hard because you know <laughs> you want to do everything at one time of but course. honestly it's so exciting just yeah. dreaming of like what we want this space to become in the years to come your future, god willing right exactly your future there your life there yeah, yeah god beautiful. willing really we're so excited so anyway all that to say i've just been getting so excited and then so much amazing stuff is happening on the church side Things are going well at home. Like it is a beautiful season of a dream a coming season true. Of incredible Im- abundance. Yes, of abundance and dreams, and almost pinching myself that we're actually in this season right now. So I've been in two settings now where this is interesting. Where one setting with some friends, and we were going around talking about seasons, and I mean, really tough. Some of our friends are going through some really difficult things, and we're going around the circle. And literally, I'm like, it's getting to you. And it's getting to me. And I'm like, what am I going to share? Because everything in me wants to go, I am doing awesome. Like, I am so pumped. Like, this is a dream. It's happening. Guys, it happened. Like, I am just so excited. So excited about this. What God's doing here. That this dream came true. I got to meet this family and all that God has done. And then I, it's coming closer to me. And I'm like, I can't share this. Now, obviously, <laughs> you have to use discernment. You're not going to be oblivious. But funny enough, I actually completely didn't even talk about it. I talked about something totally different, diminished, went to a much more neutral space saying, yes, we're doing well. We could use prayer in this. Like didn't even celebrate any of this moment that I've been actually for 25 years dreaming about and actually kind of laid it down through the struggle to be like, God, if this is not it, we're going to walk away and you'll take me on that journey. And that's okay. It's just a thing, but it's a dream, but it's okay. Anyway, I I didn't say anything. And then I found myself just yesterday in another situation where we're going around and I've last again. I'm one of the last ones. You're always the last one. That's your fault. I'm I'm literally going to put that on you because you are always you you want you hope we avoid letting you share. You know what? That's probably it. But maybe yeah. I feel more guilty if I was first and I was like, I'm awesome. No, and you then, should go first. That's oh, what you should do. You need gosh. to go first. You need to jump in first so you can share your good story before well, all the sad stories. Seriously, the same <laughs> no, thing. No, I'm just kidding. The same thing happened in a similar yeah. way where we're going around and there's a lot of just difficulty and some struggle, but good, but hard too. Mm-hmm. All of it happening. Yeah. Then I'm like, how, how are you, Ron? I'm like, I am not going to share right now. I am awesome. Like I am so excited. And I felt this, like even this little twinge of, I actually find that to be a really difficult space to lean into and actually to not diminish the joy and the thankfulness and the victory and an answered prayer that you're like, there is joy in my heart. I know there's lots of seasons. I've been through lots of seasons, but I find it hard to actually celebrate these types of seasons. 
And I want to ride this wave. I do. Because I know life is full of the ebbs and flows of difficulty and hardship. And sometimes everything happening at the same time. Sometimes it's not even just one or the other. Sometimes both and. One area is hard and one area is really good. We have all those things happening. But I just thought it'd be a really interesting podcast to talk about why is it so difficult to actually share really good things. Right. There, I feel guilty. I actually immediately open my mouth and talk about it and I feel guilty. I feel guilty because I think, well, you know, I'm going to make someone feel bad. I feel guilty because maybe I don't deserve all that or it's it's something like a material thing that maybe I shouldn't talk about. Maybe that it's showing I'm, I'm worldly. Like I only yeah. place value yeah. on that. Yeah. It's funny what starts to go through in your mind and this guilt instead of like, this is all God's. And God opened up a door for this in this season that I want to testify that God did this. It's his, it's his house, but I find it really hard. And so I thought, I wonder if any of the listeners can identify with this, that it's easier sometimes to share. Actually, I don't find many things easy to share, good or bad, period. The extremes. (laughs) Actually, you know what? I actually don't find extremes easy to share. Right. I can very much share neutral, safe, in the middle. But when I actually think about it, I have difficulty sharing very painful things or how I'm actually doing when it's hard. Mm -hmm. And I have difficulty sharing really exciting things when things are like Mm -hmm. wonderful and have, I've had a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. So extremes are hard for me to share. This has been Mm -hmm. a little bit of an awakening moment this week in this way as well. Yeah. I think that's, I do think that is a very interesting thing and I don't think you're alone in feeling it. And I had this thought pop through my mind of like, you know, when we share a testimony of God's faithfulness to us, so often the testimony is around something we have had to surrender, something we've had to give up, something we've had to lay down and God coming through, you know, in the midst of that struggle, right? This is like the nature of our testimony. But it's so interesting that it's almost harder to share a testimony of when God chooses to give you something give you something you desire because we're as we receive that gift from God and we're we are going to receive the gift because we're going to walk that gift out whatever that is if the gift right now and the example is a house it could be a baby it could be finding a spouse it could be like there's so many gifts that you know like I did not do this I was praying for this Mm -hmm. I was dreaming for this I've been waiting for this Um, and God's given me this gift we are going to receive the gift. We're going to walk that gift out, but it's like we feel bad or guilty for the for receiving the gift in light of other people who have the same dream or have are longing for that same thing and and have not yet received the gift. It's like that's exactly that's it. the space that makes it really really hard to hold intention and and I don't know if it's because we're conditioned to um I, I don't know, like be sort of comp- in a comparison mindset with one another. I don't know if it's that we're sort of conditioned like in a jealousy sort of culture or an envy culture where we have a hard time really being genuinely happy for other people who receive what it is that we are deeply, deeply longing for. And the deeper the longing, the harder it is on that other side to celebrate Mm -hmm. when someone else receives that dream. I don't know if that is a contributing factor to it or if we just feel the tensions of all that. I do think some people can come alongside of us and 
like really just love us in the journey and really come in and just be just as happy as we are as if it was happening to them too. Like there are people that we have that walk with us like that, but there are also um, people that are desiring that same thing, or maybe they've never had the opportunity to own a home and it would be like Mm. their greatest, right? And you're like, oh my goodness. Or we compare sort of this gift that we're receiving at this time to what's happening in the world and we're like we have to diminish it it, right because we're like oh my goodness like people are you know dying people are in crisis people are like don't even know if they're going to you know be alive tomorrow and here like and then we we put all that together too, sort of the weight of everything going on in the world and it it crushes the joy and the celebration of receiving a gift. And so I think part of the question is like, how do we hold all of that intention and how do we celebrate well? Because every one of us has been in like a group setting, either with family (laughs) or with friends. And like this opposite scenario is so annoying too. Like, so people are going around and they're sharing different things and maybe someone's going through a really hard time or maybe you're just having coffee with a friend and you're like pouring your heart out to them about what's going on. And they're like, they're like, like they say something like, <laughs> wow, well, I'm doing awesome. Like, I can't really relate to that because like I'm doing awesome or I've never had marriage problems or, you know, financially, I'm just like, they literally will take your story and they'll turn it and tell you about how awesome they are and how they can't relate. Like, and we've been like, yes. we've been in those yes. kind of social yes. situations and you're like, okay like so that's not I will be sharing with you again like that's not the appropriate response even if it's actually true like even if it's true that like someone would say oh I've not we've never you know we've been so blessed in marriage and never had any struggles in our marriage we're like well okay like that's wonderful (laughs) like that's great but maybe not when someone is you know in the midst of a divorce helpful yeah yeah. like a helpful piece of information maybe sure (laughs) that's that's a good way of coining it that is not helpful yeah yeah but but there has to be a space where we can equally like be celebrating the joyous breakthroughs the gifts from heaven the gifts from god to our lives without feeling like we have to diminish it without feeling like we have to compare it to what somebody else is going through without you know what i mean like there's got to be a space where we can navigate that in a way that's not braggadocious and that's not like my life is so much better than you or i'm blessed and you're not or you know like there's got to be a space from love that we can actually just give God glory mm. for all that he's done and all that he's doing and not have to feel bad about it. It's so true because we've seen that part of faith in people's lives walked out where it's been like, I don't want that. Like, I don't want that to be the focus of things that my faith is like, I want this. And so I'm going to declare this and God's going to make it happen. Right. Like I'm blessed because I got this house. I got exactly. It's like saying God's faithful because he did this. No, God's just faithful. I'm blessed. Not because of what I have, because what he's done, like through the cross, like never has to do another thing. This is all his. So I think that posture, but it, it was something that because I've seen the side where it's been like a real turnoff and disgusting. Like you're like, ew, that you feel like somehow if I, if we celebrate something materialistic, okay, if I celebrate like a breakthrough, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, I don't Mm -hmm. have issues with that. Like I'm like, I think God just set me free of this. 
Of course. Like I, I actually right, feel because I had a limitation and now I don't, yeah. I can celebrate that. Yeah. Like I was fear or there was anxiety. And I had that during this last couple of months that I had to contend for. And I had some breakthrough moments, like real breakthrough moments with God, that God just used this situation of something that was under the surface. It actually had nothing to do with the house. He just used it. There was something way under there that God brought to light of trust of him, of a journey. And we've talked about this in podcasts, but it really is not usually the situation. It's what's underneath. And I feel like the same thing is happening. It's not really about the house. So I'm saying this to say in spiritual breakthrough, I don't have issues celebrating that because I think it's a very much an exciting and it feels actually more safe to share a spiritual breakthrough. But if I share a celebration of something that's material, I actually feel that I become part of this lumped in world of that shows me like it's a name it and claim it or God's blessing me more with things that shows the blessing of God. No, it's not like that. But I, I do f- struggle with that. I struggle with feeling like people are going to perceive that it's all about materialism for me or that's the celebration is about things. And you know what? If it is, God's going to deal with me. (laughs) Like we all have, I have different layers in my spirit that God has to go to, but me celebrating this material thing, it actually, it really is not, I don't want to be lumped into that. And I think that's part of maybe why I shy away from that to be like, I don't want to say, not even just make someone feel bad. I actually don't want to be seen as like, I'm super uber materialistic. And I want to be like, God saw this and I named and claimed it and Mm. God gave it to me. So now I'm blessed and I feel almost guilty for having a new, like something like this. I feel guilty. And it's such a a strange thing because if everything belongs to God and everything that you steward is God, it's a greater responsibility to steward. And there's actually a, a, a weightiness, but also a joy that comes with it to say like, this is amazing, God. And I want to steward that too. I want to steward this new opportunity, but I want to steward the, the gift of joy. The fruit of the spirit is joy. There's That's a fruit of the spirit, but it's not linked to a material thing, but it's linked to a breakthrough, a dream that's answered. Whether it's a breakthrough in my spirit, whether it's a breakthrough in a dream, those are moments of joy. Now, joy is in the midst of everything, but those are, we can celebrate and take off some restraint and feel like I just actually want to shout out and jump around my house that this happened. And I did like when it happened, we were in like, actually we took a nap. Jay and I both took a nap, (laughs) but then the next day I actually had this eruption of like a squeal. Like I literally was like, Oh my goodness. Like this happened. I drove around the house probably like 20 times. I went, I drove past the house being like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe we're going to be able to have opportunities to have these type of church activities and events and things that my heart has longed to do that I haven't been able to do in the same way. And I just want to say, if there's anyone listening, I think you need to hear today, you need some space with unrestraint to celebrate some joy. And if there's been a gift, something has happened. Perhaps, I love that you said that you found out you're pregnant. And you've been trying for years or it's been a miracle or you just are like it's happening. And you know, people around you that are struggling with getting pregnant, it can be really hard to feel free to celebrate. And sometimes we we do have to use wisdom of like, you're not going to, like you said, you're not (laughs) going to go in front of someone that's in a real tough space and that and just erupt and be like, I know it's tough for you, but guess what happened to me? Like we have to use wisdom, but there are people in your corner that are in a space that they could absolutely come alongside of you 
and celebrate. And I think we need to find that too, not just in the hard, but in the joy. And yeah. And I just want to say out loud, God's not more faithful to us because he answered a prayer in this way. God's faithful because he's faithful. We're not blessed because we sold our house and bought a house in the country we've been dreaming about. No, we're blessed because of God. And all of this is not going to (laughs) remain. Like it's just rubble. None of this is going with us. It's a stewardship. And I think that's a posture of heart. It's like, okay, God, all that we have is yours and reconcile in the world. I am too small to do that. I absolutely can't contain all those tensions in my spirit. So what do I do? What am I stewarding in my own hands now? What is God asking me to do today? Who am I running into a grocery line with? Who is that telephone call? Who is that like really stewarding today? Because I have no idea what tomorrow holds. This house, God willing, we're going to be living in this God willing for as long as he says, but I don't know what tomorrow holds. I don't know what's ahead. So instead of worrying about tomorrow, being anxious about tomorrow and also being robbed from today, it's like, how do we just center and be present today? Steward our finances, steward material, but also steward our time, steward like people around us. How are we present with God, present with people, celebrating what he's given us? from the plenty known even paul said he's known as being plenty and in in like little in lack (laughs) there's the tension so it shows like jay and i have not when we first got married oh my goodness we had lots of lack but god provided we saw the loaves and the fish he provided one paycheck at a time one opportunity at a time so in this journey we know where we've come from we've known what it all the different journeys all the mistakes all the redemption all of it but it doesn't mean we're more blessed because this has happened we're blessed because of who God is and he's with us because all this could be taken away. We don't know. You know, you think of Israel. I, I just think of right now, even talking about it. One day you're celebrating the next day. Everything is, it's devastating. We have no idea what our future holds. We have no idea. And that's not to bring fear. That's to say, may we not be robbed from today by being anxious. And we cannot reconcile the tensions of the world and the struggle. We can't, but we can do is make a difference today with who God puts in our path. And I think that's what I'm trying to reconcile in my mind, even as I watch the news or even as we listen to so many stories pastorally. And then you're also in this, I'm in this season of incredible dream happening that I'm like, God, I also want to steward that. I want to testify and thank you. And I want to I will literally want to suck the joy out of this. Like I want to, I want to really glean this and lean into it. And I want to do the happy dance with Jesus. Like I, I want to celebrate and dance because I feel like there's joy in his heart, that that's also the gift he wants to share in with me with that I don't want to diminish. So he cries with us and he laughs with us. You know, in Ecclesiastes, there's a time for everything. And I, I want to maximize the time today. And so this is almost like me just mm-hmm. really just downloading yeah. and processing. So, Lord, thank you I for listening. And all of you listening to me ramble on. I just feel like it's all of this yeah. has been in my heart. And I haven't known how to kind of yeah. reconcile that even in this season. Yeah. So. And can you imagine if God is saying, like, I know you've you've made an intentional decision to cultivate joy in your life and can you imagine if god is handing you a gift and saying this is part of my my gift to you this is part of i want to join with you in this cultivation of joy in your life and you're you keep you keep downplaying it and keep diminishing it and keep like you know wanting to can you imagine he's saying no no here this is i've given you this Mm. have joy have 
receive it fully and all the beauty that comes with it. Like it is an answer to prayer. It is a, a space of celebration, a space of where you can give him absolute glory. And it is a miracle. Like mm-hmm. it is your mm-hmm. miracle that you're walking in. So I think a season of joy is upon you and you can fully walk in that and embrace it. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about the parable of the talents mm-hmm. and how, you know, in the parable of the talents, each one was given a different amount. And the whole point of the story isn't about how much you've been given. It's about, are you faithful to steward what's been placed in your hands? And I do think culturally, we just live in such a comparison culture. Mm. Like, I don't even know if it's so hard for us to, in our flesh, like in our like fleshly side and our carnal side, the flesh and spirit war that's happening inside of us to separate ourselves from this comparison culture. And I mean, even Jesus's disciples said to him, you know, sat with him and said to him, and, and it just sounds so funny to hear, but we do this every day. Like, who's who's going to be sitting at your right like who's the greatest among us like they literally were with Jesus and they were they wanted to know like who's the best you know <laughs> like who's got you know what does that look like right oh. and in this world like in this natural world we love to decide mm. who is the best based on just natural means what we have well if you make more money if you are more successful according to the world's standards if you have a bigger house if you have the nicest car if you have the you know the biggest promotion at work if you're the ceo or the like all of these success metrics are what determine blessing Mm -hmm. according to this natural world and we're we just get sucked into the comparison of that if I have need of something and there's somebody else who does not have need of that thing all of a sudden I look at them and I'm like I want what they have I'm comparing my and I feel like my lack gets so much bigger because I'm looking at what somebody else has and they have that thing that I want or that I need. And, and this space, there's no life in that. There's absolutely no life in that. That is a joy robber, a hundred percent, because truly, like you're saying, God's faithfulness and God's blessing according to how Jesus described it, according to how the scriptures explain and the, what the measure of that is, is not the same as what we're constantly sucked into into this world so i think as just as we walk this out in life like we have to have incredible discipline but also awareness of when we're falling into the trap of the comparison trap the trap of you know only seeing our lack of not actually seeing what God has done and is doing and has provided and can provide like all of that space is so so important and then the other tension is that you know as God gives you this dream somebody else might have the same dream but God might say that's not my plan for you Mm. that's not my plan for you and so like we can't look at your story And you can't also feel like you have to diminish what God has placed in your hands to steward, that you can't have joy in that, that you can't steward that well, that you can't give God glory just because he hasn't given that same thing to somebody else. That's not his plan or his will. Again, we all have different amounts of talents, but our focus is always on how many talents. Mm -hmm. So we look at maybe you're getting a bigger house and we think, oh, 
you're now you have the most amount of talents and that's better. No, it's a stewardship issue. It has nothing, nothing to do with the amounts. These are all the worldly ways that we're getting sucked into being robbed in the midst of what God has placed in our hands. And so I think we have to, like you said, take all of the things, the dreams on our heart, the prayers that we have, the desires, and we have to be willing to lay them down just as you have for 25 years, continually laid it down, continually laid it down. And right now in this season, as you go into this and, and for you who are listening, as you're navigating very specific things, you might be in a similar place as Rhonda that you've just or recently received, or you're living your dream life. Like you are just living out and you're like thanking God every day because you're living this out. Well, all of us have to live every day, be it with a willingness to lay all of that down. If God asked us to, like, it's not a guarantee that just because you're moving into this house and this is the next season of your life, that this is going to be the forever season Mm -hmm. of your life. Mm -hmm. And we have to go into it with an open handedness and a willingness because these things cannot attach themselves to our identity. Like these things so are good. not yeah. who yeah. we are. Yeah. They're not our identity. They're not our worth. They're not our success. They're not God's blessing on our life. We are blessed because of the person of Jesus. And we walk in and steward everything he's placed in our hands. And that's it. And sometimes we're in seasons of plenty. And sometimes we're in seasons of lack. But we steward well mm-hmm. what he's placed in our hand, no matter what season we find ourselves. And I think if we can get to that place, then and we can walk alongside each other arm in arm and all be in completely different natural circumstances, but be able to walk alongside each other in joy and in sorrow mm-hmm. equally, mm-hmm. equally. And they're both beautiful. And one is not compared to another. And, and it's not because it's not about anything else. Jesus literally said, what is that to you? He literally said to his disciples, that is not his disciples said, am I going to, you know, what is my success going to be in your kingdom? And he said, what is that to you? If you're going to give your life for me and lose your life for me, that's not, that's not for you to say. That's not for you to say. So every single one of us have to continually take all the dreams in our heart, lay them down, be willing to lay them down. Don't attach our identity to them. Don't attach even our belief in Christ and our faith to them because our faith is not an outcome. Our faith remains solid in who Jesus is, who he's declared himself to be, what he's already done for us. And we get to walk out this beautiful stewardship journey. But in it, let's celebrate. Let's Mm. celebrate the successes. Let's celebrate the joys. Let's celebrate the dreams come true and not compare and not feel bad about those things. I think that's so, so powerful. I I agree, Lauren. I think it's so beautiful. You're talking about the formation, the power of formation, how comparison has just formed us to either want like compare to someone else or actually not share because we're comparing ourselves to someone totally. else and we feel bad. Totally. The formation is quite quite a piece. So I love how we talked about the talents. And once again, going back to that talents, I love that at the end of the day, it did not matter as you shared how many you had. It They were not theirs to begin with. None of the talents belong to them. None of them were actually like, this is your talent to keep name and claim. None of it. The master gave the talents for stewardship, for investing. And what happened at the end, they all received, except for one, received the same reward. There was no difference in the kingdom of God. It's the upside down world, but it is about stewardship. And that is what God is weighing. And 
the more you have, what does it say? The more you're, the more you have, the more you're responsible for. Yes. The greater yes. the stewardship. Yeah. And so honestly, God's saying, if I'm giving you more, there's a greater, it's not a greater, you're better. It's like, you have to understand you're stewarding more. You have to be more aware of how quickly these things can rob. But at the end of the day, God knows what we can handle. He knows our limitations. He knows, he knows what where our journeys are unique. It doesn't mean he grades us like you're better, you're worse. He understands in the complexity of the mystery of his purposes and plans, he understands it all. He understands it all. And he gives us what he require, what he has given us. And we steward it. And at the end of the day, it's all his. It goes all back to him. And he gives everyone the same reward. What he said, well done, good and faithful servant. He never said, good, good job really oh, good you job did better you're the best none of it it was all well done good and faithful servant come come and enter into his blessing is it's all his his, rest. his yeah. rest so i just we just want to encourage you today if you're in a season of great joy and also last little note i just thought of it also does something in our spirit when we hear someone have a breakthrough if we are believing for example if you today are listening and you're believing for a house <clears throat> i just want to speak over your life right now I speak an opening and a breakthrough and a miracle for a provision of a home to own a home. There's someone specifically I know that I've been praying for that has been walking with me in this journey. That's been so excited that has never owned a home. They've never been able to afford it. They've always rented. They've moved from home to home. And I speak right now for those of you that have not ever owned a home, that there would be a miracle that this, even this would ignite your faith to believe we can believe God for more. We hold intention. God, we know you can do this. However, if you don't, I trust you. This is the tension. But just because we're like, well, it may not, may we never diminish that God can. And I think this is what we're talking to today, that we don't so weigh the scales on this side that we don't want to ask for it. We're afraid to ask for it. We maybe feel like it's selfish to ask for it. Ask, believe God could do it yet also hold God we trust you yeah and it's all yours it's not based on the outcome so we speak over some of you that are waiting for a home that there would be a miracle of provision to own your very first home perhaps some of you are believing for a baby you're believing to be married you're believing for a new job you're believing for addictions to be broken off family members you're believing for salvation of family members may these stories ignite faith to say God you see the inner desires of our heart you love us and we can trust you that you work all things together for our good and we can trust you with all our heart lean on our own understanding all our ways acknowledge you and you'll direct our path you see the desires that you see our hearts and you desire every good and perfect gift comes from you you are a god who gives gifts so may your faith today be encouraged as you hear stories of breakthrough stories of things happening that we know in the spirit but then we can see tangibly in the natural May you be encouraged to know that God is able and he wants to do exceedingly above all we can ask or imagine. And so may you be encouraged in your faith to believe and to trust God at the same time Mm -hmm. for a miracle. Oh, it's so good. This upside down way of faith invites us into joy in our trials Mm. and joy in our victories. I love that. And so it is just a walk of joy. It's meant to be a walk of joy. So you know what? I'm going to just put out there the next time <laughs> that you're in a group setting yeah. and people are going through trials, if you have joy to celebrate, 
we're called to have joy in our trials and joy in our celebration. And so I think there is an arising for all of us, like for all of us in faith to embrace what does it look like to walk out joy. And for those of you who, as Rhonda just prayed, into those specific things that you're believing for, may you not have discouragement as you're believing, mm. but joy and trust in the Holy Spirit that is with you, that God is with you, that he's working on your behalf, and that your joy is not based in the outcome of that dream. It's not. There is a joy for you to grab hold of in the midst of, as you're waiting for these things to come to be, a trust and a faith that God is with you, that his promises are good, that he has good for you, and that he's with you right now in this circumstance right now, no matter how difficult it is. So may you find joy supernatural today in the midst of trial or again if you're in a season of celebration if you're in a season of breakthrough if you're in a season of seeing a dream come true embrace the fullness of that joy don't diminish it walk in it because it is contagious it's going to spread it's going to spread to the people around you so you can embrace that and walk that out fully Rhonda, I love that you brought this up today and that you shared this with us because yeah. I think I think that this is a tension that we don't often talk about, right? We don't mm -hmm. often just lean into that. that, uh, And it's kind of awkward and odd. It's just odd because we think, why would we do this? But this is a very, very real reality for so many of us. So thank you for bringing this up. And we hope that our conversation today was a blessing to you.